You're listening to Penguin Tracks on 89.5 KOP in Columbia. On the phone with me is YA author Emily Duncan. Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got your start writing. Okay. Um, well, my name is Emily, and I am a youth services librarian mm-hmm. um, in Ohio. And I work full-time, and I write on the side. And I started writing when I was, when I was young, when I was like 12. Um, and it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I had this one book that I, like, wrote and rewrote and rewrote for, like, 11 years um, (laughs) until I realized that it actually wasn't very good. Uh (laughs) And I stopped writing it. And Wicked Saints was what I wrote after that book that I had worked on for 11 years. (laughs) Um, And it turned out pretty good. (laughs) Tell us about Wicked Saints. So Wicked Saints is a young adult dark fantasy about a girl who can talk to gods, and that's how she gets her magic. And she has to flee the monastery where she grew up um, when it's attacked by enemy blood mages, and she is forced to team up with these two terrible blood mage boys um, to try to assassinate the king and stop a holy war. And it's set in, like, medieval fantasy Russia and Mm -hmm. Poland and it's kind of it got pitched as kind of like a Joan of Arc-esque story which I didn't intend when I was writing it but like (laughs) it's an apt it's an apt comparison so how much research went into this book oh my gosh so much I when I was writing it I worked at a university library and so I had access to those kinds of resources Um, and at one point I had checked out like literally every Slavic folklore text that was not only in the library that I worked, but in like all the surrounding libraries as well. So I had, I got the idea for it when I was in college um, and I had been doing like research on the side. Mm -hmm. And then I like the year that I was drafting the book, I also did a year's worth of research. So a lot, but it's like my favorite part of the process because mm-hmm. um, especially when with fantasy, like I'm making everything up, like it's all, it's all made up, but I like to have some kind of real grounding mm-hmm. to the choices that I make. And so much of the time you can find weird, real grounding in old fairy tales and folklore and things that just happen. And so I did a lot, but it was, it was rewarding and it was a lot of fun. How many books are you planning to be in this series? Um, it's a trilogy, so there will be three books. Okay. I had saw that your other two books will be coming out eh, soonish. Can you tell us anything about them? I can say a little bit because the structure of the trilogy is set up. So I have three main characters. Um, I have Nadia, I have Seraphine, and I have Malakiash. And so the way that the, the trilogy is structured is the first book is Nadia's book, uh-huh. um, and then the second book is Seraphim's book, and the third book is Malakiash's book. And I don't really, like, I'm writing the third book now, but, like, I called the second book my cosmic horror forest road trip book. Uh-huh. And that's about all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> what is your writing process? Do you outline or start with the words? I don't outline. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I have, I have found that it doesn't 
work. It just doesn't work. I yeah. I always feel like all the time that I have spent outlining is wasted because I inevitably go immediately off the outline. <laughs> and then, well, well, what was the point of the two weeks that I spent outlining? Yeah. Yeah. It's very frustrating. I keep trying, like, hoping that I can outline, and then it just keeps not working. Yeah. I need to just accept the fact that I can't do it. <laughs> but I just, I... I just start writing and I hope for the best. And a lot of times that means, like when I was writing the second book, I wrote an entire draft, it was 100,000 words, realized all of it was wrong and had to, and just pitched the entire thing and started over from scratch. And that tends to be how it goes. Like I always have to have one complete draft that I just completely scrap before I can figure out how the book is supposed to, like, be structured yeah it's a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> do you have a special place that you'd like to write um like a setting uh-huh I am very like I love I love this fantasy eastern Europe mm-hmm. kind of world I have a lot of fun with it I'm very I'm very invested in the research that goes into this very specific like corner of the world mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm I want to like stay in it yeah for as long as I can <laughs> Also, I really love Poland. I love yeah. Poland so much. And writing fantasy Poland is so much fun. Uh huh. Who are some of your favorite authors growing up? Growing up, I loved two things. I loved Dragonlance uh-huh. and I loved Redwall. So Dragonlance, Dragonlance was Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. And just, just Dungeons and Dragons, bad 90s fantasy. Like, very, like, typical plots but, like, very engaging characters. I love them. Also, it was the first, like, book with a group cast where one of the characters was also one of the villains that I had ever read, and I loved that. I thought it was so much fun. And then Brian Jacques wrote Redwall, uh-huh. and I just really, I, just, I, love, I love those books about those monasteries and mm-hmm. the mice that live in them. <laughs> <laughs> What is your favorite thing about writing, and what is the hardest thing? My favorite thing is, the, like, the act of construction, mm-hmm. and I think that's why I'm so drawn to writing high fantasy, because I like building the world, mm-hmm. um, and I really like building magic systems into the world, and then writing books that just completely take all of that apart. It's my favorite thing. It's like building with Legos. Uh-huh. You build it, and then you destroy all of it. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part for me, though, is finishing anything. Uh-huh. Um, I tend to get stuck, because I don't outline, I also tend to get stuck at the same spots mm-hmm. in any draft. Usually right when the plot has to turn is when I get stuck. And I am very prone to just doing something else instead of instead of figuring <laughs> things out and finishing. So... Having deadlines that I have to meet does help that. Uh-huh. That very particular itch, but it's always very hard to, like, just get to the end. Yeah. You just got to finish. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give someone who wanted to become a, a YA author? It's a very strange industry, mm-hmm. and so I would ignore that whole side of the thing. I feel like, especially when... When you get in your mind that what you what you want to do is right, a lot of times people get very wrapped up in what is going on on the industry side and like what trends are being bought and what yeah. 
is happening on that. And I just, it's not, I don't think it's worth it because you do have to keep an eye on that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, like if you aren't enjoying what you're writing and if you're not having as much fun with it as you possibly can be, then like, what is the point, you know? Yeah. And so I really feel like it's best to step away from that kind of side of things and just like write what you really, really want to write and not be worried about being self-indulgent because why not? If you're having fun, that's what matters. Good advice. Where can people get your books? Anywhere. Anywhere books are sold. Amazon, Barnes & Noble, local indie bookstores. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) Libraries, Walmart apparently, which is like mind-blowing to me. Um, Costco as well, also very strange to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Are you on any social networking sites? If so, which ones? What are their addresses? And what about an official website and or YouTube page? Okay. Um, I am... My my predominant sites are Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Uh-huh. And my handle is the same on all of them. It's uh, glitz, like G-L-I-T-Z, like glitter, and shadows. And it's the same across the board. Okay. Um, I do have a website. It's eaduncan.com. Um, I don't have a YouTube page because I find editing videos to be nightmarish. <laughs> I could never do it. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I had to do one video as a promo thing, and it took me, like, three days to edit it to <laughs> be, like, watchable. <laughs> Couldn't do YouTube. Yeah. But that's where I am anywhere else. Okay. Is there anything else you would like to add or say to your readers? Um, Gosh, thank you. Especially when, like, you get to the point where the book is out and it's not, like, yours anymore. Uh At this point, like, like, I I can't believe that people have picked it up and are reading this weird thing that came out of my brain. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's so, like, flattering isn't the word. I feel very honored that Mm -hmm. people have chosen to spend time with this world that I've created. It's just, it's weird. It's wild. It's great. Well, thank you so much for the interview. It was an honor and you have a great rest of the week. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Have a great week too. Bye.